live from Texas and Vegas. Stimmy Chat. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Stimmy Chat. Each week, some of the brightest minds from all around the world. I just love saying that, you know, brightest minds from all around the world get together to share their knowledge and expertise of running businesses and developing websites with WordPress and Divi. Tonight you'll be listening to episode 44, where we'll be discussing affiliate marketing. Let's get chatting, but before we do, let's say hello to tonight's panel. I'm not going to throw you under the bus, Corey. I'm going to start with Corey Jenkins first. Hey, Corey. All right, Corey here, uh, Corey Jenkins, C-O-R-Y. And uh, coming at you from uh, from Prescott, Arizona. I'm not in Texas or Vegas, so I guess I'm, uh, I'm the odd man out here. <laughs> I'm probably the closest one to, to Corey Hammond, though. I'm only like three hours away. So um, I'm with uh, Divi Space, Aspen Grove Studios, and I'm a WordPress developer. Uh, sometimes I blog, sometimes I do other fun stuff, and that's me. Thanks for having me, guys. Awesome. Thanks, Corey. Let's go with Corey number two. The real Corey, C-O-R-E-Y. <laughs> um, currently in Vegas, but from Ohio with A2 Hosting. Awesome, Corey. Super glad you're here, my friend. Is that all you want to say? You sound like you got something else to say. <laughs> Spit it out. No, I think that's all I had to say. Okay. Uh, I run marketing for A2, so I guess that gives some context into this uh, affiliate marketing conversation we're going to have. Yeah, just a small caveat. Corey is my go-to resource with any questions about uh, affiliate marketing. So, I'm sorry, Corey. We're, yeah, <laughs> we're super glad he's he's on the uh, on the panel tonight. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Hey, Leslie. Oh, there it is. Okay, hi, Leslie uh, from A Girl in Her Mac. I'm down here in San Antonio, Texas, and you can find me at agirlinhermac.design. Fantastic. Hey, Tim. Hey, everybody. Tim Streifler here, and I'm broadcasting from the Austin, Texas area, and you can find me online at timstreifler.com and divilife.com. Fantastic. And my name is David Blackman with Aspen Grove Studios. Divi Space, Divi Chat, and soon to be another site. <laughs> Probably will be 10 by the time it's all said and done down the line. Who knows? I'm a website addict, I guess. Um, tonight we're going to be discussing affiliate marketing. This is a topic that um, I wish I would have taken a little bit more serious from the beginning and learned a little bit more than I did. But I guess the old saying, it's better late than never, applies because um, affiliate marketing and understanding it and you know the value that it can bring your business and stuff is um, we're gonna kind of discuss it tonight on the, on the show and stuff. And I think before we get started, in the event that there's people out there who don't know what affiliate marketing is, I'm gonna go ahead and define it. Uh, affiliate marketing is a marketing arrangement by which an online retailer pays a commission to an external website for traffic or sales generated from those referrals. So if you have a product or a service that you offer on your website, 
one way to generate business is to allow people to send people to your website and you pay them a commission. And that's in essence what affiliate marketing is. Um, we'll kind of dive into what we each do, you know, in regards to affiliate marketing, maybe even some tricks and tips and tactics that you can do to get started with affiliate marketing and stuff. So, um, I think maybe one of the first places that we can start is um, share a little bit about affiliate marketing, each each one of us, you know, our experience with it just a little bit, and then we'll dive off into where you can, you know, sign up to for affiliate programs and stuff. So um, I'm going to, Corey Hammond, I'm throwing you under the bus, man. Your microphone's on you. Go, Corey. Yeah, I did that on purpose, I think, maybe just to kick this off and segue to the fact that there's two ways to do affiliate marketing uh, by promoting other people's products and by also having an affiliate program of your own if you have a product or service that you're looking to get more sales to. I think that's uh, an important aspect to kind of cover first because you can do both things um, depending on your business. This is why we're a panel. They save me so many times. Every week. Thank you, Corey. Absolutely. Not only to generate traffic and sales to your site, but a good way to earn revenue as well. So yep. um, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit of your background with, with affiliate marketing and stuff, and, and we'll do that with each one of us. Yeah, so I have been uh, – I, I play on both sides of the fence. I run an affiliate program, obviously, for A2 Hosting has a as a – affiliate program, but I'm also an affiliate as well um, for other things. Um, so I've been doing affiliate marketing for probably seven, eight years or so now. Um, yeah, so that's kind of my experience on kind of all facets, so both sides of the fence, managing a program and running one uh, to increase sales, but also also to as a revenue generator. Corey number two. <laughs> Sorry, it helps when you unmute your microphone. What were you saying? <laughs> no, no, this is going real smooth. Well, I, I, I heard Corey number two, so I thought you were asking Corey Hammond to say. No, no, no. no I'm, I'm, I'm the real Corey. You're now Corey number two. <laughs> Just to confuse everyone. Whoa, okay. Will the real um, slim Corey please stand up? <laughs> Those are two words that haven't been used to describe me, and uh, <laughs> or slim at least. Um, yeah, so I, I've been I've been dabbling in affiliate marketing for you know probably around the, the same time as Corey number two, you know seven eight years. Never gotten super into it until we uh, we started Aspen Grove Studios. Um, <clears throat> initially, started just you know blogging a bit, using other people's affiliate links, and you know any any time I would write a blog post, I you know, try to throw an affiliate link in there if it, if it existed and never got too serious, never had any method, um, to my, to my madness. But, uh, once we started Aspen Grove Studios and started blogging, which the primary reason we started blogging was for, um, you know, just, uh, getting, getting readers to our site for SEO type reasons. The affiliate marketing is kind of an after effect of that. Um, you know, so, so, 
on top of having affiliate links in our, in our blog post, we also run our own affiliate program, which is, which is, has been, I, I think pretty, uh, pretty important to the uh, success of our, our product sales. So far we have an awesome uh, network of affiliates out there pumping our products and, and uh, you know, and pushing our stuff uh, every day. And I, I think it's something that over time we've really seen build up. I think David can probably speak more to the, to the numbers on that because he handles the uh, affiliate commissions and, and things like that. But from what I've seen, it's, uh, it, it's been great. And uh, if it fits your business model, then, then look into it a little bit more. Leslie, how about you? Um, okay, well, I'm kind of an affiliate uh, noob. Um, I've always had like an affiliate account, I think like at Geno's at the marketplace and whatever, but I don't really use their links. And I just recently have this started this project where I build a blog using Divi and I kind of have my process on there and people can follow along or whatever. So I really wanted to start getting into affiliate links. Um, but from a design perspective, I've always hated any kind of like links in the sidebar, you know, there's, it's just. Colors that don't match your site, fonts that don't match your site, some of them are blinking, like I just hate them. So I had to kind of come up with a compromise because I wanted I wanted them on there. I wanted, you know, to have like some affiliate money or whatever came in, but I didn't want them just visible there like they usually are. So Tim's Divi Overlays plugin actually came in handy. Um, I basically have a button in my sidebar and it opens to the page of my affiliate links. So that was from a designer, that's like my biggest thing is I don't want all those ugly things there, but, but you know, they're kind of necessary. Um, so yeah, it was kind of weird for me and I signed up for that, um, CJ or whatever junction that scared the hell out of me. Um, anybody new to affiliate linking, I, it looks overwhelming, but, um, <laughs> uh, I don't even know if I set it up right, but, um, but yeah, so that's my, I, I'm a noob. Uh, I'm learning all this stuff. So <laughs> Even noobs can do affiliate yes. marketing. But I've made money. Yeah. I've made money on it. So, yeah. Hey, that's what happened. I, I get it. I get it. Lunch <laughs> right. is on Leslie. <laughs> tacos. I, I can afford yeah. a taco. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I guess I'm next, right, David? Oh, he's muted again. Um, I'll just jump in. So, yeah, I similar to what Corey Hammond was saying, I do affiliate on both sides of the coin. So um, at Divi Life, I have an affiliate program where people promote my Divi products and then I pay them a commission. Um, and then on the um, the other side, I uh, have some affiliate links that generate some, uh, a, a couple are, are some recurring revenue, which is nice. Um, it's not something I focus on, but it's something I, I definitely wanna look into more because as I'm building up the product side of Divi Life, um, as I'm increasing sales, I'm also increasing the amount of customers that I have to support. And so the idea of affiliate marketing is attractive because you um, basically you get to get a, a commission and then the company who actually owns the product supports the customer, updates the product, all that. And so you basically just get uh, a commission and you get to walk away essentially um, it kind of reminds me of when I was in sales um, and uh, I would basically sell an account and then the account managers would service it and I just get to walk away and not have to do anything. It's kind of hands off. Great. I got my commission. Um, and so that's kind of the way I look at affiliate marketing. Um, and, and by the way, not that I don't like <laughs> supporting my customers. I absolutely you know, do enjoy it. And I have a full time support person that does an amazing job. 
Um, but yeah, just the idea of, of being able to grow revenue without having to, to grow your expenses to uh, support costs. Um, so yeah, um, I, I have experience with both. And one thing I wanted to mention too is this is Divi chat. Obviously we're centered around Divi. Um, Divi, part of the big reason why Divi has become the number one WordPress theme in the world is because of their affiliate program where they give away 50% of the sale uh, to their affiliates. And so they pay out, um, it's, their website says $3 million per year, but uh, Nick Roach told me personally that's actually over $5 million per year. I hope I'm, <laughs> it's okay that I'm saying that publicly. He didn't tell me not to tell anybody. So um, <laughs> You're in trouble, Tim. I know, I know. No, they, they probably just haven't updated <laughs> the website in a while. But um, so anyways, uh, elegant themes uh, early on, uh, to Nick Roach's credit, uh, realized the potential of having a, a really generous affiliate commission. Um, and it's a big reason uh, why uh, Elegant Themes was popular even before Divi and then also with Divi um, just blowing up too. Um, so that's kind of shows the power of affiliate marketing when you have a affiliate program that you're running. Tim, I want you to know we just lost a live viewer. Nick, if it was you, I really apologize. <laughs> well, he's not going to hear that if you just left. <laughs> well, he'll come back and watch the recorded version. <laughs> he's kicking Tim out of all the uh, Divi-related sponsored groups. Yeah, he's banning my, my account. <laughs> yeah. All right, let me I'll kind of share my experience with affiliate marketing and why I got into it a little later than I probably should have and stuff. Um, me not doing affiliate marketing wasn't really a um, desire not to earn revenue or drive traffic to my site. I think it was probably a little bit of ignorance on my part. Um, I was one of those people who I wanted our content to have integrity. I did not want people to think that, you know, oh, these people are just affiliate marketers. They wrote this blog post or they wrote this content because they're trying to make money. And I just had that stigma in my head about, you know, making sure that what we wrote was pure, so to speak. And uh, and then I met a couple of people that kind of changed my whole attitude and life in regards to affiliate marketing. One of them's on the panel tonight, Corey Hammond. Thank you very much. You helped me to understand why I would want to do affiliate marketing and um you know, another one was Nick Roach, you know, Tim mentioned him, you know, um, Nick and I had some some one on one conversations at some word camps over the last couple of years. And, um, you know, he shared with me his experience with affiliate marketing and stuff. And, and so my mind began to open up and we decided to just try to pursue it and stuff and and be transparent about it and let people know, hey, you know what? There's affiliate links in this article. Um, you know, if you decide to purchase based on this review or this write-up, you know, we are going to receive a commission on this. The other thing, the third and finally most important thing that um, helped sway me over to the affiliate side was a, a, a blog called Making Sense of Sense, who's a full-time RVer, has a blog, blog post about hosting, and that blog post has generated almost seven figures of income over the past five years for this person. It's an article that they wrote that they update once a year <laughs> and that they just keep 
cha-ching. Uh, you know, Corey's in Vegas, so let me use the, you know, cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and it was just like, oh, my goodness, you know. So it, your content can have integrity. You can use affiliate links. You can you can do well, still be respected and stuff, and people won't run fleeing from your site. So, um, David, you you actually that you just hit on something that has that's been an issue with me. I did the stigma about it and feeling like I'm spamming or something, you know, and, and uh, that's something that I'm I'm learning about. But that that was very much the issue for me on why I waited so long to get into it. A, a lot of misunderstanding about it, really, not not being educated about it. Yeah, that was my whole thing as well. And and over the past, how long have we been doing it, you know, actively now, Corey? We've been doing it at least probably about a year or so, I guess. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say, we, you know, we probably started here and there about two years ago. But yeah, consciously, um, you know, about a year. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say like we base our, our content about it. Um, we write relevant content, and if affiliate happens to fit into that, then then we you know put in you know then we put in affiliate links. So I, I think I think going to Leslie's point, how there's like the stigma and you kind of don't feel right about it. I, I think it's just like the old sales adage, but you know believe in your product. So if you don't believe in something, then I really don't suggest that you be an affiliate marketer for it. Because, you know, just because somebody has like a 90% commission or, or something like that, and you, you know, make a couple sales and you're make a good coin, eventually people are going to, I just saw Corey's the real Corey there. <laughs> eventually, um, you know, people are going to catch on to that and start losing interest in your content overall. So my, probably one of my biggest pieces of advice is believe in the products that you're an affiliate of. What I mean to, what's relevant to this group, I think especially is, divvy centric businesses right so the fact that you have businesses that you're you have built around divvy and then um because you believe in the product so much being an affiliate for it and then promoting it makes logical sense and i think when you go into it with that um understanding uh you end up you end up making better content and you end up promoting it better and as a result the money comes as kind of as a virtue of doing those things. If you don't believe in it, I think your content's going to be um, kind of limited in what it, what it does. Yeah, and one thing I, I like to add to that is I think um, it also kind of, it depends on the trust and credibility that you built up with your audience. Um, if you're, you know, purely a content site that, you know, is just littered with affiliate links and banner ads and everything, um, you know, you're probably not going to have a lot of, uh, trust with your, your readers. And, and some people might not care. They're just looking for a summary of, you know, the top 10 WordPress themes or, or, or whatever. But um, in, in my case, the way that I do affiliate marketing um, is more kind of integrated throughout tutorials. So uh, for example, I have one tutorial that um, people actually requested that I did it um, after a, a site that I built. They want to know how I, I did these image hover effects with captions. And so I did a tutorial showing people how to do it. Um, and then at the bottom of the post, it's a long post. I give them the code. It's a video. And the bottom of the post, there's some additional links because there was already some tutorials in the Divi community that did similar things. And so I linked out to those just so I wouldn't step on anybody's feet. And then I also linked to the Image Intense plugin by Terry Hale at Superfly um, because it goes kind of along the lines of what the tutorial is about. And it's at the bottom of the post. Uh, actually, I think I might have 
moved a, a shortcut up to the top, but originally it was just at the bottom. Um, and the point being, um, I'm providing value and I'm gaining the user's trust. And then as an additional resource, I'm recommending a product if they would like a plugin version uh, of essentially what I'm showing them. And that one post generates a lot. Well, not a lot. I mean, it gets a lot of traffic and, you know, a couple hundred bucks a month of affiliate income. Um, but it's a post that I did several months ago. And so, um, yeah, to me, it's it's all about uh, providing value, gaining the user's trust and credibility. Um, so then they're not going to be suspicious or, you know, kind of have that, um, you know, bad taste in their mouth when they see an affiliate link because they can see that that's not what you're all about. Well, and at the end of the day, I don't think that a lot of people even see the affiliate link per se, but they found so much value in the content that you offered. And you're, it, think of a recipe, right? How many would go to make cookies without eggs, right? You've got to go buy the eggs. So when you create that tutorial-based content like you were talking about, it's natural to be like, I use this tool and I use this tool and I use this tool. And this is how, this is the exact blueprint I did. Unfortunately, those are requirements in it. And you might as well get compensated if it's, if it's your own product you're promoting or if it's someone else's to be able to, to make that happen. Yeah, and I think one of the things that I want to make clear in case anybody's not clear is it doesn't cost the user anything to use those links. It's 100% free to you. If you're going to go and utilize a, a tutorial like Tim just discussed and you know, you decide, you know what, I am going to go buy this product and stuff. If you do click that link and you go over and you buy image intents, it doesn't cost you anything, you know, um, it costs, it costs you nothing. So, um, I think that's an important thing to point out. Something that I want to, um, kind of, kind of go off into, cause I want to cover hopefully a couple of things tonight. Uh, I want to have some good actionable takeaways. So if somebody's new who knows nothing about affiliate marketing, um, you know, how do I get started? What's the most important thing that I can do to get started with affiliate marketing? I'll throw it out there to the panel. If somebody wants to jump in, jump in. If not, I'm going to, I know names. Uh, on, which, on which side of the coin are you talking like for your business or? You know, for people pumping your business or for pumping other people's businesses or both? Oh, very good. Thanks for clarifying, Corey. Let's say I've got a business and let's start on the business side. I want to start, you know, um, an affiliate marketing program for my business. Go, Corey. I would say. I'm not saying one or two. Yeah, yeah. I'll, 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 the, the real Corey will uh, field it first. Uh, I, uh, I think the biggest thing, uh, that is commonly overlooked is people just want to set the program up and get into the weeds with, uh, what, what affiliate network do I join? What an affiliate network is like a, um, think of it as a repository of merchants where they run the program for you or going the self hosted route where you've got like being that we're WordPress based businesses, finding a WordPress plugin to run an affiliate program. I think the first thing people do is get into the weeds with that. When the first thing really they should be looking at is like the metrics of their business uh, to know how to structure. And part of that is also knowing the competitive landscape. Um, so the first thing I would do is get in and look at your competitors. Who are they? Uh, what are the terms of their affiliate program? So um, how much are they paying? 
uh, what's their cookie life? Cookie life is, so obviously these tracking links set a pixel and then the pixel tracks the user and, and tracks the, the purchase to be able to give the appropriate person credit for that sale. Uh, how long is that cookie last? Uh, the typical duration would be like a, a 30 day, some do 45 days, some even will do like a 90 day uh, conversion pixel. Um, and then what's the, the big thing is like, what's their, what are they paying out? Are they doing a percentage base where they're giving 25%, 50%, 100%? Are they doing dollar based where they're giving, um, they'll pay you like a CPA or a cost per action. They'll, every time you generate a sale for them, they'll pay you uh, $25, $50, $100, whatever the amount is. Um, I think it's good to define what your competitors are doing and then go back and apply that and look at your numbers and your metrics. What's your average order value is an important metric to be looking at. So you know how much cash typically you bring in on an average transaction. And then on the back end, what's your lifetime value? So um, like with Aspen Groves, they've got their, their suite of uh, plugins and themes and whatnot, an initial purchase value would equal X amount. But then over time, their average user base maybe buys multiple plugins or multiple themes or other services. Um, what What's the average, the lifetime value of that customer base roughly? Um, because then you know, okay, you, you can figure out what you can afford to spend on an affiliate program uh, instead of just picking a number out of the air and say, say you pick $50, I'm going to pay someone $50 every time they send me a sale. And then you realize your average order value is $25. Well, you're immediately in the red, financially speaking. And if you don't have a back end to be able to make up that $25 quickly, uh, you could find yourself thinking affiliate marketing really sucks. Um, where if you knew that your average order value was $25 and your commission's $25, now at least you're more or less breaking even to acquire customers to then make it financially sustainable. Boom. Boom. I, I don't know what needs to be added to that. But, uh, I, I am going to try not to throw some somebody under the bus. I will talk to one point. No, actually, I'm going to throw them under the bus. Um, you know, if you're starting up an affiliate marketing program, Corey brought up some really, really good points. Another thing that you're going to want to look at, you know, think about the type of product that you're offering, the type of service that you're offering, and the time frames, the turnaround, your sales cycle for that time frame. So if you, you know, if it's a longer sales cycle, you may want to go ahead and extend that cookie out a little bit further than, say, a 30-day average cookie, you know, that, that, that stays on the, on the site for an affiliate commission. Uh, for example, we've written a series of blog posts for a, a pretty well-known WordPress company out there. I'm not going to throw you under the bus. Um, but I was really, really disappointed. And it, the point of our article was not to earn affiliate commissions. But when I saw the amount of traffic that we sent to this site in just, you know, the first day the blog post was released, uh, we sent 500 users to that that clicked the affiliate link that went to, you know, just from that blog post in a 24-hour period. And when our affiliate commission, when I thought, oh, man, we might be doing this affiliate thing right, I found out that they had a 30-day cookie. Well, their product is – they have a free product that's free for 30 days, you know. And then 
I was just really, really bummed out to see over time how much traffic we ended up sending to that site. And, you know, I will give them credit. They did email me back. I emailed the owner of that company and said, hey, look, come on, man. Really? 30-day cookie? <laughs> pit, pit, pitfall number one when picking a product to promote. Yeah, that's exactly uh, right. Make sure the cookie duration and the uh, the actual actionable commission trigger are uh, not the same. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that was a case of us promoting a, a product we believe in because it's it's a product yeah. I've used for a long time and I and I love. And to be honest with you, we we didn't really examine the. Um, yeah, we know, weren't doing the, it the affiliate yeah. aspect of it. it. It tied into you know to a tutorial something that's useful for, for web developers. But yeah, I mean, I think we made them a pretty good amount of money off that uh, series of articles and, um, you know, hopefully they kind of, uh, change their, their tune in the future. I'm not sure if they even realized it or had somebody, uh, mentioned he it. Did. He, he responded, they re he responded to me cause it, it really opened my eyes up to an aspect of affiliate marketing that I never even thought about or considered, you know, um, so I, and this isn't an isolated case for sure. I've seen the same right. ones, big, even big brands, not necessarily in the WordPress space, but uh, other similar verticals that that same. Um, they probably call it maybe a technique uh, because they're getting all that quote unquote free traffic. But, but from a purist affiliate, when you offer like a, a trial period that doesn't involve a cost and then you're not going to pay the commission on the actionable event after the trial, even though you're the one that drew, drove them that lead, it's, it can be um, impactful for the commissions earned. Absolutely. So, yeah. So that's, you know, you're probably going to have to go watch this. I'm going to have to go watch this again and again to, you know, refresh my memory so, about what Corey said. But so ahead. noobs and beginners should also learn about cookies then too, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I'll explain what a cookie is. I mean, I know what it is, but I've never really dealt with it much. And yeah, they're these yummy, <laughs> yummy, I love, I love yummy baked goods. Dang it, Corey! I was going to make that same joke. The more chocolate, the better. <laughs> you opened it up, and then you didn't step through it, so I just I took it from you. Now you have to explain the technical I, cookie. I took the ball and I tossed it. And you took it and slammed it. And, and, and Corey already said he won't make. And I'm still lost. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess I did say the comment about the making cookies with eggs. So we're talking yeah. about lots so of So tell, tell, tell us about the cookies and the eggs. Yeah, so actually, now that I'm thinking about it, uh, Corey Hammond did uh, briefly touch on what a cookie is. But essentially, a cookie is um, the little piece of, of tracking code that is installed in the user's browser when they click on an affiliate link so that when the purchase is made, it tells the seller if there's commission that should be paid out. And so um, affiliate programs, whether you're using a self-hosted WordPress plugin or you're using um, a affiliate network, um, they have different ways that you can control that and you can extend it to you know 30 days, 45 days, whatever. And that's how long it will, that cookie will stay in the user's browser to award the affiliate marketer a commission should the user buy. Um, and so cookies are used in other ways too um, for, for websites. Um, and it basically, it's just, yeah, it's, it's a little piece of, of software information that is stored in the browser. Um, and yeah, so um, that's essentially what, it, what a cookie is. And it's really important to understand that on both sides, whether you're going to be promoting affiliate products or starting your own affiliate program, um, figure out um, 
how that works. And you don't want to do what, what Corey mentioned. Uh, you know, some companies will view it as a technique to have a, a, a cookie that will expire before the typical user will buy. Um, you know, that's not really the, the most ethical thing or, or the best way to uh, have longstanding affiliates that will promote your products. So, um, you know, come up with an offer, in, you know, whether that's the affiliate cookie combined with the um, percentage of, of, of money that the affiliate gets, um, but something that's attractive so that people will actually want to promote your product. To add one more thing, and on the flip side, there's also the concept, uh, what's called cookie stuffing, which is where an affiliate who's looking to earn commissions will drop pixels um, when the user maybe didn't click uh, a link, but they're just dropping pixels to try to garner commissions. Um, and so when you're running an affiliate program, you've got to be able to have some reporting or fail safes in place to be able to track uh, and view your stuff to make sure that someone's not just dropping pixels on all their site visitors for your product, even though they're not actually clicking real links and then just trying to rack up commissions as a result. Now, now another, another thing is um, people like us who are, uh, our, our affiliates are typically web developers. I think uh, if it, I, I know I, I'm extremely uh, uh, bad about it, but I, I mean, I, I clear my cash, clear my cookies and stuff probably like twice a day. So I mean, do you think it makes a difference, like in, in our profession, that our affiliates and the people reading our blog are web developers, that maybe they're they're clearing their cookies, and maybe a lot of these, um, you know, affiliate links, if they have clicked on affiliate links and they go back, say, a week, two weeks later, they're not registering. Does, does so that I think it, the industry? Uh, I think it does, and it also depends on how and where the affiliate program is being run through. In this day and age, I mean, cookie cookie tracking methods are unreliable because at the end of the day, like you said, some people have like browser settings where even every time they X out of the browser, it, it refreshes and cleans everything out, right? So um, the affiliate systems are even starting to track um, and put what you would call like an online persona together where maybe they're also associating it to an IP address. And if they see that IP address come back into the the system and make a purchase down the road and they saw that IP address associated to a cookie at one point in time, uh, commissions could still be earned so that that's not lost. So it depends, but I think it's, it's a numbers game, right? Like you're trying to, um, you're trying to do the best that you can running your program and you just know that there, it, it's an imperfect system being that you're online. Um, and so you, you can't control what people do with their browser history and their cache and stuff. And you just try to do the best. And, and again, it comes down to even some of your messaging. If you click on a link right now, why are those people not converting into users? Right. And why am I giving you the opportunity to leave my site and then end up clearing your browser cache and history and not getting that sale? Am I not pre-selling it as a, as a promoter? Am I not pre-selling the product or service enough that makes you want to buy it right then and there that makes you leave? So again, maybe I'm not doing my job as the affiliate talking the product or service up enough to be able to close that deal. All right, before we go into this next section of Divi Chat, Leslie, this will show you how prepared we are as affiliate marketers. <laughs> How's our affiliate program set up for all these tools that we're about to recommend to people. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's coming. <laughs> well, it's interesting on, on our, um, on the host page, we very, um, 
we we outlined that we are not about affiliate marketing and we we did not set out you know to start Divi chat as based on affiliate or anything um but obviously you know we've all learned a lot since then and it's not necessarily so negative as we all kind of thought about it uh, a year ago when we started but um but yeah we will be getting that hopefully <laughs> Yeah, hey, we just we just got our PayPal account. Hopefully, before the show notes come out, <laughs> um, I want to talk about some of the tools that that we use. Um, you know, some of the tools that you can use to get into affiliate marketing, and we're going to stay on the business side of things. You know, if you have a website and you have products or services that you want to, you know, start using, WordPress is our platform. Divi is our platform, obviously. I'm not really sure if anybody ventures outside of the one person that uh, we all kind of use. And Pippin, we were talking about you before the show about WordCamp US in Nashville. You may have to come hang with us over at the NB and stuff and uh, have some fun. We've got some plans, but Pippin Williamson makes a great product, Affiliate WP. That's what we use. Is there anything that anybody else on this panel uses besides affiliate WP on WordPress? Go Corey Hammond. <laughs> I feel like you all know that each other are using that one plugin and I'm the only wildcard variable that is, is not. That is 100% um, true. Well, yeah. I'm not using anything if it helps. <laughs> so I, uh, obviously my, my business being that it's a two runs, um, an affiliate software called Post Affiliate Pro. Uh, Post Affiliate Pro, I don't know if they still offer it, but it had, had two versions, a SaaS version, which they host, and then uh, a licensed version that's self-hosted. Uh, we run that software, um, postaffiliatepro.com, I think is the URL. We, we run that software uh, to run and power our internal affiliate program. And you yeah, guys, so you host it yourself? Uh, we do, yes. Is there benefits? Obviously, you know, being a hosting company, you guys know all about, you know, how that works with, um, you know, the servers and stuff. But is there benefits for like a newbie that doesn't want a WordPress plugin to go having them host it for them opposed to doing self-hosted? Sure. Yeah, it really depends on what you're trying to accomplish. Post Affiliate Pro has obviously a lot of like features and especially for us. Um, because remember, it gets back into the metrics. Are you paying someone on a lead per lead basis, CPL? Are you paying them on an action or a sale, CPC or CPA? Uh, not CPC, that's cost per click. CPS, cost per sale. Um, or are you paying them like the percentage base, which is also kind of a CPS? So um, our affiliate program, being Post Affiliate Pro or PAP, has um, the flexibility to do multiple campaign types for different things. Uh, I can run a CPC campaign, I can run a CPS campaign, I can run more CPA flat commission styles. So it's, it's pretty flexible in that nature um, because that's what I need. Those are, those are my internal needs to be that flexible. Plus I need a system that's got an API because I've got other systems that have to communicate to it, being that my front end website, my billing system is separate. Um, there, there's a ton of different um, variables for me that I require something more sophisticated, I guess, where for a, a WordPress user, uh, Pippin's plugin is obviously a, a great solution. And I think it has um, some integrations with uh, obviously his other uh, EDD or easy digital downloads. Um, and then there's, I think 
I don't know any offhand, but I do know that there's also some that integrate with WordPress from the perspective of WooCommerce for the people doing uh, other e-commerce, whether it's digital or physical goods. Yeah, Affiliate WP does does WooCommerce as well. Uh, we started our store on WooCommerce, and it works really, really well. Yeah, uh, I'm going to bring up a couple of um, other things. I'll, I'm going to do a, a another shout out. Tim, Corey, Corey, and I attended Pressnomics this year, and I met probably one of the top affiliate marketers that I've ever met, Saeed Balki, uh, at Pressnomics. And I know that he uses a program called ShareASell. Um, and he turned me on to it and said, you know, this is where you want to go. This is, you know, they handle the tracking and this, that, What's and the called? other. And Sorry, this I'm writing it down for the notes. What's Share it? a cell. Okay. There's three of them that I'm going to mention. One of them is Share a cell. And I, I mentioned that one first because that one was recommended to me by Saeed Bulky of WPBeginner.com. Um, one clarification before you list the others is Share a cell is a uh, network not software. So it, it does right. run your pro, your affiliate program per se like software does, but it's a network of, of other people too. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you, Corey. And Corey is probably going to be able to kind of expound on some of these other ones that I'm going to mention as well. Although Leslie Bernal, I think, has been becoming an expert with Commission Junction. Otherwise, oh, AKA no, no. CJ. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even sure I, I did it right. <laughs> hey, Commission Junction is one. Go ahead, Tim. I don't mean to interrupt, but I wanted to bring up something else that Saeed said uh, okay. while we're still on the subject of share a sale. He, he recommended share a sale, and in his opinion, uh, he would not recommend using a WordPress plugin. I, I use Affiliate WP, and I've had no issues. It's worked great. But uh, I think his point when you start having – um, getting a lot of traffic, he heavily advised against using a WordPress plugin to power your affiliate program. I'm curious what, what Corey Hammond's thoughts are on that. Yeah, I think it all, his recommendation stems from the fact that it all comes down to like the traffic, right? And the tracking per se, you want to make sure that those clicks are being tracked. If you're running your own, I mean, we've all run across WordPress sites that have latency problems or speed issues, right? potentially your pixel cannot be getting set when you're uh, driving it to that. And therefore, and again, if I'm promoting, like say I'm promoting your stuff, Tim, or I'm promoting David's stuff or Leslie's got a course and I'm promoting that and the tracking pixel is not tracking properly. I, I may be apprehensive to continue to promote that being that it's not tracking well. And so his recommendation is using something that's, self-hosted in that manner and has a track record and reliability like share a sale so that you you avoid that. Yeah. I, I, I think, I think also from a uh, developer standpoint, uh, another thing, if, if your affiliate program is, you know, extremely busy and you know, you're, you're doing a lot of like reporting and collecting of data. Uh, one of the things you have to think of it from a, fr from a developer perspective is database bloat. So, I mean, you know, over time, you know, if you have all these affiliates signed up and you're doing all these analytics for them and stuff, that over time, that, that portion of your, of, of your uh, database is going to become bloated and potentially slow your site down and make it a little bulky. So that probably comes into where, all right, I'm using a, a share sale or a third party. They're, they're collecting and all that data is on, on their site, not, not yours. Yeah, I mean, that's okay. an awesome point because there's tons of data. Think about a user. I mean, these affiliate programs track the click, the IP, the date, 
um, revisits, they're tracking um, browser issue, it, it, not issues, browser identity things to try to piece you together. There's all that data adds up uh, significantly, like Corey was saying. Yeah, and that's happening for every visit from an affiliate link. <laughs> that's a lot of database entries. <laughs> Absolutely. I want to kind of segue real quick to the other side of affiliate marketing because we've kind of out on the business side and promoting your business and stuff. Um, what are some of the reasons why you may want to go to the other side besides the obvious, which is make money? You know, why would you want to of becoming a an affiliate marketer? I know a personal, a couple of couple of friends of ours in the in our community alone went that route as opposed to the web development product creation route. And uh, they do really, really well as an affiliate marketer of Divi, of our products and stuff. Some of the benefits or reasons why you may want to it and what are some of the things you can do to get started to start getting generating revenue those I think one of the big ones that stands out to me is um, if you're looking at it, at it as a business model um, all you guys have like service based or and or product based right that takes a lot of um, there's obviously the effort into the client work. There's obviously the effort to build your plugin initially from a concept through development, through supporting it, through uh, life cycles and feature ads. I mean, that that takes a, a tremendous amount of work and effort to build a product service-based business. When you think about what it takes to build an affiliate business, uh, it the, it's a little maybe more streamlined, meaning that you have to, it's really content, right, that, that drives the promotion. Um, so it's a little more, I don't know if scalable is the right word because I think all the businesses are scalable but a different, maybe it's more bootstrap, more nimble, you're able to um, just produce more content around your topic um, and build a, a, a an income based on that without having that overhead and that infrastructure like a lot of people do. A lot, lot smaller barriers to entry. Uh, there are, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't want to diminish the fact that even though you're a content-based business, I think that there's still things that you have to do. Obviously, you have not only have to produce good, engaging content, but you've also, there's all the, I know a lot of the other Divi chats have covered like marketing topics like SEO and paid media and social media. You still have to build an audience and, and have people finding your content and, and reading it and finding value like you were talking about, Tim, with your resource type content and then clicking on those links and, and, and buying so there's still effort that has to be put into that type of business, but again, not the barrier to entries. It, I, I could do a blog post by the time we're done with the, the, this Divi chat about uh, Divi Life's overlay solution and popped up on a blog and I'm off and running, right? That's a very low barrier to entry and a, and a fairly attractive one, and I think that's what draws people to it. On top of David's first point, which is obviously there's a financial impact at the end too. Yeah, and in some cases, significant financial impact. So um, I know what, you know, I've got some some people in the WordPress space that are friends of mine that own pretty large WordPress companies and stuff, and they've, they've talked to me about how much they pay out in affiliate commissions a month, and I'm not gonna disclose that or say who it is, but I wanna tell you whenever they told me what it was, my all up off of the ground, like, Oh my God, I can see why people 
get off into affiliate marketing and stuff because it can be significant. And if you want the, <laughs> you know, the stereotypical hour work week type kind of deal, um, these articles going and generating revenue that way it really is becomes a passive stream of income and stuff yeah I, I was gonna bring up something that actually um, Corey number two and this was a couple, couple of months ago we were having a kind of brainstorming conversation with him and I, and I thought it was brilliant and it's kind of outside of the normal realm of how we think as, as um, of how we think as of, of our affiliate network is Corey kind of brought up the point like you know, you, you can you can market to these to these guys. You can you can negotiate with your affiliate network. So you know, maybe you you seek out the top five affiliates and, and take a look at their site and contact them and say, hey, you know, what what can we do to get better placement on your site? Can we negotiate? You know, th th there's different terms and, and and ways that you can actually market to your affiliate network. And you really should treat them like your you know like your like your salespeople. They're out there. Um, you know, pumping your products. So don't don't hesitate to to reach out to them and and you know and, and, and see what you can do to have them promote you better and you you know you take care of them better. It's it, it's an option that's on the table. So that's kind of something I'd never really thought of until uh, Corey had mentioned it. And I think it's a really smart piece of advice. All right, let's do this real quick. Let's give some uh, some you know some good takeaways that you can use, and I'll start off, I'll, I'll, I'll give an example and stuff. Um, you know, Corey kind of started alluding it to it. You know, some of the things you can do to get into affiliate marketing, <clears throat> you know, for let's say your product or your service or something. Um, people who have websites that, you know, do some research, find out who's on page one, who's on page two, who's on page three of Google, for your products and or service, we'll see if they have any outdated stuff, reach out to them, contact them, find out if there is a way possible that you can get your product and or service featured in their already ranking blog posts. It does take time to produce content and um, Google and ranked and people have already done it. Um, send an email. You may be shocked and surprised. Neil Patel talks about it all the time. They do it. Send a direct message. You just never know what happen with it. That's one thing to do. What's another thing that we can do? I think one that's quick and easy is to look at the products and services that you're currently using yourself and that you love. For example, like uh, I on a daily basis, I use LastPass, I use Evernote, right? Look to see if those companies have affiliate programs and, and whatnot, and then start looking, because those are gonna be the most natural fit if I'm, if I'm trying to promote someone else's product, um, because they're things that I can be passionate about and they're things that I use and that, uh, to Tim's side, uh, you can build resource content around and tutorials, how to do this with it, how to do that with it. You're a user of the service day in and day out. That's where I would start if you want to look to promote a product to get kind of your feet wet and, and start figuring out the process because then naturally you'll have a platform to, like Leslie was saying, did I, did I sign up for the network properly? Did I get the link properly? Did I put it on my site properly? You'll be able to get those things, I think, if you start that way. And then 
on the flip side, I think I, I talked about it on the, if you have a product or service and you want to start an affiliate program, I think the first and foremost recommendation I can give is go back, go to your numbers, figure out what your competitors are doing and figuring out what your financials look like. That's, I think, my two bits of advice for first timers starting out. You brought, go ahead, Tim. Um, I was going to kind of go a slightly different direction. So if you wanted to say something to one of Corey's points, you might want to go ahead. Okay. I'm not. No. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought you were going to comment on something directly, so I don't want to cut you off. Um, basically what I would say is, um, you know, I don't have any quick tips of, of how to get started making money with affiliate marketing, but, uh, my biggest advice is to, you know, start building an audience, um, so that, you know, later down the road, you don't just have all these articles, you know, that are random. You have uh, a website of content that is relevant to a, a certain audience and you have people that are regular readers on your website and they've trusted you, you built up that credibility. You have an email list of people that look forward to opening your emails because you always offer great content. Um, and so that way, you know, that's the best way to, to build long term uh, in terms of affiliate marketing opposed to, um I guess what I guess the opposite approach would be uh, just kind of one-off blog posts. Um, but and, and the reason I guess kind of what the where this is coming from is I've heard it argued that you know affiliate marketing you know isn't a long-term business. It can be ripped out from under you because you don't have any customers. You know, there's someone else's customers that you're just getting a commission from, um, which is true on on one hand. Um, but if you have an audience of people that that have trusted you and you know know that you know what you're talking about and enjoy reading your your content on your website well you know if you have one affiliate relationship that was your, your you know your top earner um that something happens with that and that's no longer producing revenue well you now have the audience you can now recommend a new product and those people trust you and so um even though you don't have that customer where you can remarket to later you have an audience that you can continue to remarket you know new affiliate products and services I hope that made sense. I was kind of uh, rambled on a little bit. <laughs> Anybody else? I'm going to go ahead and I think this person may, may be watching Divi Chat right now. Sarah Oates, your Asana affiliate so. link. <laughs> Asana affiliate link because I want it. I will be clicking it with making our decision to jump from free to pro. And a lot of times that's the case. I, you know, being a web developer and stuff, you, you're kind of savvy doing affiliate marketing or not, you know, all the tricks and ways to see that people cloak and hide URLs. And by the way, you can click and hope, you know, click and cloak and hide URLs for affiliate marketing and stuff. Um, I'm the kind of person that I see the value in doing research on products and stuff. If somebody helps me, Commission. It's kind of my thank you. Hey, you helped me out. I'm using this product. I really appreciate it. On me or dinner on me or whatever the affiliate commission or that we can't mention half a million dollars on me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I, think, I think also something I just thought of that might be of help to people is, is not all affiliate. Commissions are monetary necessarily a lot. You'll see a lot of companies who do like credits towards their their software So if, if you're using a software, I'm not sure how Asana works and I, I think LastPass may be this way They don't have a true affiliate network, but like 
you get credits towards your own, um, you know, price of the software if you're actually um, recommending the company and you get you get people to sign up. So you're not necessarily getting a, a check in the mail, but maybe something that you're spending five hundred dollars a year on is going to be free to you the, ne- the next year. It's like Dropbox too. Yeah, yeah. AppSumo does that. AppSumo is, you know, I don't really know that they. You get referrals, and I can't tell you how many free <laughs> from AppSumo because I've had like a thousand dollars in deposit yeah. commissions. What? Yeah. I need to get on that. It's been crazy. <laughs> yeah, Good Dropbox point. is kind of like the famous uh, company uh, in terms of growth hacking, where it's not directly affiliate, but um, you know they were kind of the at least the first. Well known company to do that. I think they I think they do call it referral like referral marketing or something, right? Yeah, where where they would get free users using their free plan and then would say, Okay, you know, if you recommend five friends and they sign up, we'll give you both, you know, an extra whatever megabytes of of free cloud storage. And that was like how they grew their business. Um I'm I know there's a lot more to the story, but every like uh marketer always kind of tells that story of Dropbox as like the like golden growth hacking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, technique. Yeah. It works awesome for like, for SAS models, like, like Dropbox. Yeah. It's not, not a fit for everybody, but. That word's been mentioned a couple of times. SAS. Corey and Corey have mentioned it in case you don't know what the heck SAS is. S software as a service. Google it. <laughs> David, right. you had um, you were going to share three things, and I wrote down two. I don't know if you missed one. Share a sale, commission junction. Was there a third? Yes. There is a third. Um, ClickBank. ClickBank. Okay. Those are kind of your big marketing network companies, not plugins for your website that will manage all of your. Am I correct, Corey? Corey yeah, so they, Corey, if you're looking Corey. to promote products, you can go to any of those three networks, ShareSale, CJ, and ClickBank, and find things to promote and make money from. Uh, but they also, if you have a digital product, you can put it in ClickBank's marketplace, and people can find you to promote you. Same thing with uh, ShareSale and CJ. You can also... Um, they'll run and kind of manage your affiliate program, all the tracking, all the payouts and that kind of stuff. Um, and then you get exposure to their, their audience. Awesome. I just thought of something, um, that I kind of learned running my affiliate program. Um, it's kind of random. doesn't fit into anything we've talked about yet, but, uh, basically (laughs) there's, uh, their affiliate marketers, um, that will build, they build like coupon websites where they just have all these coupons. And um, basically what happened is I had someone that signed up for my affiliate program and they were sending me traffic. And um, so I was paying them out commission. And then when I actually went and looked at their site, I realized they were saying it, it was basically a page for Divi Life, you know, coupon code, except for it wasn't a coupon code. So what was happening was people were going to my site, you know, through other methods and then um, about to buy my product and then realize, oh, hey, I should go see if there's any coupon codes for Divi Life, and they Google Divi Life coupon code, and then they land on the, the coupon site, and then that site sends them back over to my website without an actual coupon at all, no discount, but then they're getting the affiliate. And so I I deleted the the affiliate account. I banned them because you know they're basically collecting affiliate commission on traffic that they weren't like legitimately sending me. Um, yeah, so yeah we, we've had... <laughs> 
we've had so people contact so, us like like what, how come this coupon code isn't isn't working for thirty percent off? And I'm like, that's not a coupon we've ever used, and I have no idea where they got yeah. it from. But we do, we do have one of those similar sites who seems to be operating more legitimately, and they're sending us a, a ton of traffic right now. And they're I, I, and they're not necessarily misleading people, but it's one of those one of those um, affiliate aggregator sites, like like you're mentioning. Corey, yeah, so, you were laughing quite a bit there. Do you want to weigh in on this topic? <laughs> Yeah, coupons are an interesting one from our perspective, a lot of different areas. And obviously, like Tim shared, uh, the ability to manipulate commissions, um, we see it all the time. Uh, we, we only pay out on actual link traffic, uh, but we also don't allow couponers because of that, that same, some of that same abuse that happens. Um, there are legitimate ways to do discount codes and coupons and some coupon sites are more above board than others, depending on what their model is. But yes, like, so like CJ, uh, not to knock CJ, but CJ has a lot of coupon sites that promote CJ products because there's coupon feeds that people can pull and just build out websites purely for coupon traffic. And like you said, like Tim was experiencing people go and they say, well, let me see if there's a Divi life coupon or a A2 coupon and they Google it, find the coupon, and then, or a lot of times now those affiliates mask the, the affiliate link, mask the coupon code, and you have to click, and then it sets the tracking pixel. So, um, that's what I, think I there was are experiencing. Some, <laughs> yeah, I think there are some right ways to do it, and then some wrong ways. And again, it comes back to watching your program, and if you're running a program and knowing kind of what's what. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. I guess the moral of the story for me bringing up that point is. You know, if you have an affiliate program, don't just set it and forget it. When you're paying out commissions, make sure the sales are legit, the traffic is legit, and, you know, make sure you know what's going on. <laughs> and a little bit of history, actually. That was actually people used to pay out just on the discount code. So I, you would have affiliates that would take their unique code that they would generate off of your affiliate program, throw it into Retail Me Not, and then drive a bunch of commissions for themselves because it, they were getting paid out on the actual coupon code itself, not even a link click. And so obviously that practice I think isn't, um, should hopefully shouldn't be utilized because it can be abused so heavily, but that's where it stems from. And that's why actually the masking technology that you see on these new couponing sites exists because now they're driving and forcing you to actually click the link, which is actually what sets the tracking pixel and gets them the commission. So um, kind of interesting how those things unfold. Spammers be spammers, right, Leslie? Yep. <laughs> and as we are talking, people are running to their website to see how many coupon affiliate marketers they have <laughs> product. <laughs> so, all right, well, we've about run out of time. Uh, let's give tradition of parting thoughts, and uh, let's uh, let's go and. Go, Leslie, go. What? Oh, me. Um, okay, well, since I, I, you know, I don't know that much about it, but I would just say, um, you know, I, I, like Corey mentioned, kind of start um, slow, maybe baby steps. I started with my hosting. I host with SiteGround. Sorry, sorry, Corey. Um, I, you know, I signed, <laughs> I signed up with them. Um, since I use Divi, I signed up with my friends that I knew that had affiliate programs like Aspen Groves and Monterey Premier. Um, but that's what I did to kind of get my feet wet and just get the understanding of how it works, you know, 
Uh, I'm not, I don't have an affiliate program myself. It's not, I've thought about it. And in fact, I've had people emailing me asking me um, if they could sign up, if where, where was it, whatever, they couldn't find it. Um, but it's just not something I, I really want to dive into right now. But, but definitely the, the sharing, you know, if you, if you love your products, why not, you know, help people. Um, so yeah, that's what I did. Awesome. Hey, Tim, parting thoughts. Yeah. And this is kind of reiterating, uh, things that have already been said and, um, by me and others on the panel. But, um, I guess my, my big thing, if you're going to, um, promote affiliate links, um, I would say, uh, you know, be transparent, um, and then, you know, have other value on your site, uh, to build that trust and, and credibility, uh, so that you don't have people that are, are turned off by your site because they think that you're, you're only recommending products that are going to get you the, the highest commission possible. And to, to Leslie's point and, and, um, others that I've mentioned it too, you know, start off with products that, um, that you do use and love so that the recommendation, uh, can be shown as being, uh, very, uh, genuine. So. Awesome. Corey Jenkins. I'm here. I'm here. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to just kind of reiterate my earlier point of don't, don't spam affiliate links, write organic content like everybody recommends you write. Have affiliates that you believe in. Um, uh, I, I guess going back to the cloaking, one piece of software, and not that you're cloaking is try to like trick people, but sometimes it, you know, it makes your links a little bit prettier. And instead of like, um, you know, xyzwebsite.com slash ref slash one, two, three, four, you can actually put in like, um, you know, Aspen Grove Studios recommends, and, and you can kind of make those affiliate links prettier. Another um, awesome tool of, of that program called Thirsty Affiliates that we use is um, Autolinker. So as you're going through writing your blog post and you, you put in certain keywords, it will automatically link, put your affiliate link into those keywords for that article. So if you're writing a pretty expansive uh, article, you don't have to go through and like, you know, uh, hyperlink each individual uh, string of keywords. Um, so I, I guess those are my, my parting thoughts there. First, you feel really good stuff that we did not talk about. Sorry. Now, folks, we ran out of time. now one thing to cool. thirsty affiliate folks, I, I would like to say is that, uh, I, I know working with Divi and this is Divi chat. It's not compatible within the, the Divi builder. So it will only work if you're using, you know, the, the native, um, you know, the native, uh, WordPress, uh, yeah, text WYSIWYG. WYSIWYG, yeah. If you're using, um, if you're using the Divi builder, it won't work. So I think we've contacted them about it. And I'm sure several of them are listening right now as we speak. Uh, yeah, they're so probably if, if you can make it, if you can make it compatible with the Divi Builder, we would love you. I love how we just yeah. assume everyone in the WordPress world is watching our podcast. That's real nice. There's like eight people watching right now. And Corey, do not give your parting thoughts yet because then I'm going to let you go last. My parting thoughts are. You know, if you've not been doing affiliate marketing because you were wanting to maintain the integrity of the content that you were producing and you did not want to be spammy, put affiliate links in. You know, the affiliate police are not coming to get you. And you know what? It's a good way to generate some extra passive income do it properly and stuff. So 
those are my parting thoughts. Now I'm going to throw it over to my good friend, Corey. Can I just say real quick to think about design too when you're putting the image affiliate links yeah. everywhere, please. People, no, no, you can't. <laughs> ugly banners get clicked, Leslie. <laughs> they catch That's people's attention. Affiliate marketers. That's probably true. <laughs> so my parting advice would be to go to affiliates.a2hosting.com, generate a link, and then send it to Leslie so she can get some legitimate hosting. Oh. <laughs> Just, just kidding, just kidding. Uh, I, no, I'm not kidding. Uh, I would think, um, I would go back to one of my points earlier. I think the best place to start out, the best advice is on that, that thinking about affiliate marketing from those two perspectives. Uh, think about products and services you use and start there. That's the, the best advice I could give just to wade your feet in and get used to what it is and how it works. And then again, on the, uh, if you want to start your own program, Go actually pull your analytics, pull your numbers, see see how things are mapping out. I I, I can't reiterate that's probably the best way to really uh, get started and get your feet wet um, in a hurry on on both sides of those things. Awesome! Thanks for coming on, everybody. This has been a great episode of Divi Chat, and I sure hope it helps people who are interested in affiliate marketing and stuff. Um, I know that it sure helped me. Learned a few new tricks tonight myself. For listening to another episode, if you want the show notes, head on over to divi.chat. Check out the show notes for episode oh, 44. We have a fun reader. Fun reader. <laughs> Leslie, you want to talk about it? Go for it. Um, okay, well, if you go to uh, Divi Chat, you'll see a, a banner there. We are raising money for um, victims of Hurricane Harvey. Uh, you don't have to donate $50, but if you do, you get a shitload of WordPress and Divi stuff, and it's all awesome, um, and the money goes to a good cause. David goes down there himself and gives gas cards and Walmart gift cards or whatever people need. So this is not, um, you know, we're not transferring the money to a big organization and not knowing where it's going. Um, so uh, if you can, or, or share, share the page. Um, uh, we have our, our posts on Facebook. You can share that. Um, if you can't donate, that, that works too. We'll take anything. Yeah, and one hundred percent. I don't know if you already said this. One hundred percent of every donation goes to victims, uh, and that's why we were very careful to not give the money to big organizations that have a lot of overhead and uh, expenses. Right. Minus uh, PayPal fees, but we can't do anything about that. Yeah. So as Leslie mentioned, David's literally driving down and and handing out gift cards um, to to uh, devastated or families of the devastation. PayPal fees, but thanks to GiveWP, yes. there's a fee, the fee recovery well. button that you can... And people are using it. It's awesome. It, yeah, it's, it's a great feature. Okay. Yeah, thank you, Matt Cromwell and GiveWP for donating that software, being part of the bundle. A2, Corey Hammond, yeah. thank you guys as well. Everybody's appreciative. I can tell you an experience of meeting with these people that, um, you know, they've lost everything. They have lost homes, cars yards and um, I feel like what we're doing is just a it's I mean it's a drop in the bucket of, of what they're actually going to need so <laughs> uh, Corey Hammond says he's his battery life so uh, <laughs> Corey are you talking about your body from being in Vegas or your computer uh, I, I am talking about my computer but um, it's been a long couple of days in Vegas yeah, yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, look, 
listening into another episode of Divi Chat. If you liked it and you find our content valuable, the way people find us through iTunes and other podcast players is through reviews. Give us a five-star review, thumbs up, leave comments. If you have questions, we'll be glad to answer them. See you next week for the next episode of Divi Chat. Thanks again for tuning Thank in. Thank you. Thank you, Corey. We'll talk to you Corey. soon. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Corey. Yeah, See you, guys. <laughs> All right. See ya.